0: Hello, thanks for downloading today's podcast. Happy St George's Day. We'll have more on that in a moment. But first, our top story today is how a teenager and his mum were left to sofa surf and sleep rough for two months during the pandemic by Medway Council. The pair had been living in temporary accommodation but were asked to leave by children's services last July. Well, now an investigation by the ombudsman has found the authority missed five opportunities to house them. Michael King from The Watchdog has been speaking to the podcast.
2: Well the family came to us for help in September of last year having been homeless for two months at the height of the the first lockdown um, they've been made um, homeless in July of that year and been living in a tent and sofa surfing um, a mother and her 17 year old son and um, they've been in contact with the council a number of times to try and get help um, but on five separate occasions the local authority missed the opportunity to act and also, when we looked into the case, we found that they hadn't really made proper records of their thinking at the time. So, um, we we've got the power to in, investigate independently that kind of situation, and um, that that's really what's brought us into the case. Our findings really were that the local authority had failed in its duties towards both the mother and her seventeen-year-old child. And um, what should have happened is that they should have assessed both under the housing law and under the Children's Act what their duties were to try and. Um, provide services to them, and also to protect the seventeen-year-old child. Um, they didn't do that on a number of occasions, but also, that would be wrong at any any time. But under the um special legislation brought in during the COVID um, outbreak, um te- landlords were expected to work with renters who might be facing hardship to make sure that they were protected. Um, in this case, the local authority had that duty and it failed to do that. So this is a problem, not just of, of normal times, but also it was a, pro- a failure um, in the context of the COVID outbreak. Well, I very much welcome the speed with which the council reacted when we started our investigation. Um, they they acted immediately to make sure the family were, were given temporary accommodation, which we very much welcomed. Um, they also have um, accepted the, the faults we found, and they've agreed a range of remedies, and they're going to apologise to the family. They're going to pay some um, money to, to the mother and to her child for the distress and hardship they faced, and also for the extra hassle they had trying to complain and being ignored. But perhaps most importantly, the council have agreed a recommendation from us to train its staff to make sure that the staff are made aware of some of the things that went wrong in this case and hopefully we can stop it happening again. So I very much welcome the the action that the local authorities taken to try and put things right.
0: Medway Council say they fully accept the recommendations made and have apologised to the family. They've also ensured they are now in permanent accommodation. Some rail services have been cancelled or delayed today after a freight train caught fire near Sevenoaks. You can see video footage at Kent Online and also pictures of the aftermath of the blaze. It broke out at Dunton Green Station just after five this morning and firefighters have managed to put it out by around 7.45. They've told us no one was injured, but it's not known yet how it started. Police are hunting two men after they allegedly tried to grab a schoolgirl in Ashford. One of the suspects is said to have put his hands on her waist near Elm Place yesterday, but she managed to kick out and run away inspectors say kent's biggest hospital trust has made significant improvements following a damning report into infection control the care quality commission visited the qeqm in margate and ashford's william harvey in march after urgent enforcement action was taken at east kent hospitals last summer conditions have now been lifted but inspectors say more work is still needed Next today, we can hear from a Canterbury woman who's stuck on a Caribbean island after a volcano erupted. Former teacher Noreen Kaplan-Spence flew to St Vincent to visit her dying father. But the area's now covered in ash, meaning she can't fly home. She's been describing the moment the eruption happened.
1: I was at the edge of our house behind the walls and I could see this plume and it rose like nothing I have ever seen before. And it enveloped the clouds, covered the sky, and then there was darkness. It was dark. Animals started behaving very strangely, or perhaps that's my perception. The birds were very loud, and then there was silence. It felt as if there was silence after this loud shake. And the cloud formations, the ash formations, was terrified. Was absolutely terrified. And you saw it, and you knew that ash was going to land somewhere.
0: It's caused huge devastation and displaced thirteen thousand people. Her sons started an online fundraiser to buy supplies for those in emergency shelters. The Kent Online podcast with Serenity Parks. As I mentioned at the start of the episode today, it's St George's Day. But sadly, because of restrictions still in place, the annual parades that have normally taken place in Kent can't go ahead this year. Cohesion Plus are behind the parades in Gravesham and Dartford. Despite not being able to gather altogether, they've been getting schoolchildren involved to design their own St George's flag and have shared videos on
2: social.
3: Happy St George's Day Happy St George's Day.
2: Happy St George's Day. Happy St George's Day. Happy
0: St George's Day.
3: Happy St George's, George's Day.
0: Well, Jamie has been chatting to Govinda Sander, who's from the organisation.
3: You know, when it comes to St George's Day, it's something that you know has been important to me for many, many years. I think it's important to understand that I'm born in Gravesend, uh, but obviously my parents were immigrants uh, from India, from North India. And growing up, when I used to look at you know, be it St. George's flag or, you know, the Union flag, you know, constantly being told there's no black in the Union, Jack, or you'd see when England were playing when I was growing up, um, you know, black players being booed and, you know, uh, you know, kind of these flag of St. George was kind of, uh, kind of owned by the, um, the far right. And for me, I think, you know, when it comes to St. George's Day, it's about using events like that to bring all communities together and celebrating, you know, the diversity of England, Celebrating the diversity of Britain within the context of 2021. Perfect. And what are the plans? Obviously, we're not able to do the massive parades that we normally do, which attract thousands of people to the town centres in Gratium and Dartford. But we've got a plan B. So we've been working with 13 local schools across Gratium and Dartford, and we've sent them packs. They've created St George's flags, and we filmed the schools. We filmed some of the artists who we normally would book up, and tomorrow morning. On April 23rd, St. George's Day, also the birthday of Shakespeare, we will be publishing uh, two videos, one for Graysham, one for Dartford. And it's a fun way to celebrate St. George's Day. It's a fun way to celebrate it, you know, and a fun way to kind of promote the positive you know, community relations, the positive community cohesion we have here the county of Kent.
0: We're also celebrating St George's Day today by trying to find out where in Kent you can get the best full English breakfast. Hundreds of you made suggestions on our social media. We've whittled it down to 10 choices you can vote by heading to Kent Online. One of the UK's largest arts and crafts retailers is coming to Medway. Hobbycraft plans to open a store in the Strood Retail Park this summer making it the first of its kind in the towns. The outlet already has branches in Ashford, Maidstone, Tunbridge Wells and Fannesburg. It. For the third time in the space of a week, a car's been left trapped midair after getting stuck on an anti-terror bollard in Canterbury city centre. The driver was following another vehicle in Burgate before the barriers rose up while they were going over them. The city council's urging people not to tailgate their way through. Kent Online News. Now just a reminder there are going to be closures on the M20 this weekend to remove Operation Brock. The barrier and 50 mile per hour limit between Maidstone and Ashford was put in place to deal with potential travel disruption after Brexit but is no longer needed. Good news according to Ashford MP Damien Green.
1: I think it's absolutely the right time to take away Operation Brock. I've been making this point to ministers for a few weeks now that the traffic is running reasonably smoothly the sellington lorry park is is working uh, reasonably smoothly uh, obviously we don't need to do covid tests for drivers going into france anymore so they have been gradually removing the restrictions that we had uh, from the the new year onwards uh, and so this weekend we'll, we'll see finally um the end of it for the time being and, and we can all get back to using the motorways as normal which is which is good news for everyone any scan. More people are getting out and about, and therefore more people will be out working and, and shopping. Uh, then. Obviously, the fewer obstructions we have on the roads, the better. The
0: closures will be overnight, so hopefully it won't affect too many motorists. The people running an animal sanctuary say they're disappointed at the threat of a £2,500 fine after complaints about noisy geese and cockerels. Happy Pants Ranch near Sittingbourne has taken in hundreds of animals and recently moved to a 20-acre site in Bobbing. Neighbours have complained and now the charity's received a letter from the council Amy James is the charity founder.
2: It's just really sad
0: that this is happening because we've we've never had this problem before. And we've been in, in far more residential areas than this, and um, it, nothing's ever been a problem. I mean, obviously there's going to be noises, animal noises. Going on, but it's um, to a lot of people, especially when you're in the countryside on agricultural land, it's a, a cockerel noise here and there isn't isn't a problem. Um, plus, we've been doing everything we can to try and reduce the noise, um, blacking out the cockerel's windows, moving them, not letting them out till a bit later in the day. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's just sad that it's come to this, and it, 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 it'd just be nice to have a bit more support, because we're only trying to do a good thing here for the community, not, not just for the animals, but for the people around. The council have said they don't share details of ongoing investigations, but always try to work with those involved in a complaint to resolve incidents in an amicable manner. Mimi Webb's been on our sister radio station, KMFM. The singer from Canterbury says it's amazing to see her track get into the top 20 with more than a million streams. She's been telling Emma-Jo about Good Without. Um,
4: so it's about an ex-relationship um, oh. that I had. <laughs> um, and it was a bit of a while ago, actually, but um, it was just something I felt I'd never been able to say before. And, yeah, just kind of being in that moment of, you know, what... Really more is there that I want to put out yet yeah, you know what how do I feel about it now, and it just came to me of kind of this really empowering moment and you know realizing I am good with that and I really don't need that um so yes yeah, so being able to get that out and write about something that was you know a while back is really fun because it just brings it all back as well and it turns us kind of negative into a positive uh, <laughs> tell
0: me what is your favorite thing about Canterbury and your least favorite thing
4: well, I think my favorite thing would just be. The history, I I love history. I'm I love it. It's just amazing, and um, yeah, and just being in a, you know a city where there is music, and I mean history, music, yeah, music and history, I guess. <laughs> amazing, <laughs> um, and yeah, just being around that, and um, and then what would be the least? Oh. I don't know, maybe because it's just such a small place, everyone knows everyone, so it's like, ah.
0: They also chatted about her dream of writing a James Bond theme one day. If you missed it last night, you can listen again at kmfm.co.uk. And a new chart show starts on the station this weekend. The Kent Top 40 is on Sunday from 4.
1: Kent Online Sports.
0: The government's fan-led review of English football, which is being headed up by a Kent MP, will consider how supporters can have a bigger say and how clubs are run. Introducing an independent regulator and changing the fit and proper person test for owners is also on the agenda. Chatterman Aylesford's Tracy Crouch is heading it up, following the controversy of the European Super League. And with just three games of the season to go, Gillingham welcome Northampton Town to Priestfield this weekend. The Jills are agonisingly close to the play off places while tomorrow's visitors are fighting for survival down in the relegation spots defender Ryan Jackson has been telling us there's everything to play for for both teams
1: it's not mathematically impossible so we know that if we string a few good results together um and it just somehow falls our way in terms of results uh with the other teams and you just never know but the main um thing was the gaffer said just put in the same performance we did at Oxford just try and keep it um, solid and stay focused for 90 minutes and uh, we'll we'll have a look at the table obviously at the end of the game and see see what happens. We needed that uh, clean sheet. Um, It meant a lot to us because especially um, we got a good back four um, at a minute and um, we know we can all defend very well. Uh, So it's just a shame that we couldn't um, keep out Oxford obviously on Saturday, but we made it right on Tuesday. The boys are pretty confident. Um, we know we're capable of it's just about just trying to replicate those good performances and turn them into three points and then to see where it takes us but um, Saturday will be another tough one because obviously they're um, they're trying to survive and stay in the the league as well Um, so it will be a tough one They've just come off the back of a good result as well, so we need to be be out right on Saturday.
0: Kick-off tomorrow is at three. Follow Kent Online Jules on Twitter for updates, plus we'll have details of the result in bulletins on KMFM on Sunday morning. Well, that's all for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Hope you have a fantastic weekend. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the IM News app, which will give you access to all KM Group newspapers. Just head to subsaver.co.uk
1: news you can trust this is the kent online podcast
0: this podcast is sponsored by kingsdown meadow located in beautiful kent countryside new homes available search serenity parks